to A Court of Wings and Romance. I'm Jen, also known as your bookish high lady. And we have an extra special guest today, the one and only Holly Huntress. How are you, Holly? I'm good. You know, getting through, ready to start a new week, but here we are. <laughs> All right, so I just finished your new book that comes out. Forbidden Waves, and I absolutely loved it. I I loved it so much. So let's talk about it. How did you come up with the story? The story actually came to me in a dream. Um, it okay. was a very specific scene. Like um, it was mermaids and pirates working together against a greater like evil, which I determined was the Siren Queen for the book. Um, yeah, and so I decided that scene is actually going to be incorporated into book two. So, mm -hmm. fight scene. Exciting, exciting. Um, how did you come up with the characters themselves? Um, so the character, so there's four, the four main characters. And then, um, so Viv and Finn were like specific characters that were in my dream. Um, like mm. there was a lion shifter who was Finn and then the mermaid who was Viv. Um, so they came to me like in that dream. Um, and then with Jamie and Leah, it was just kind of like, I don't, I don't really even know, like they were there right from the beginning too. Um, but they just needed, I just wanted to do like a best friend kind of dynamic too. Cause I always love writing friendships just as much as I write, like writing like the romance. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, so I wanted them to like, kind of have that pairing off and yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Leah and, um, Jamie were my favorites. I will say yeah. <laughs> they're my favorite. I love the other two as well, but there's something about the two of them that I'm like, you were just the cutest and I love yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. So what? At what point in your life did you kind of decide that you wanted to become a writer and like this was your dream and your passion? Um, it was kind of in high school is when I started like writing like books. Um, and I started it was actually Stephanie Meyer's Twilight is what inspired me mm -hmm. to write books. And like the first story that I wrote was pretty much just like Twilight rewritten. Um, so obviously that one got scrapped. But Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just, it all stemmed from there. And then I had to do like a senior project and I had already started writing a book. So I was like, well, why don't I just finish this book for my senior project? And so that was um, actually a book that I have since unpublished, but it's called Haunting Memories. And I do plan on republishing it, but um, it just needed a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just to say, so you have three series right now. You have the Unbound series, Broken Angels, and now this Forbidden Waves, am I correct? Yeah. I didn't miss any, did I? Nope. Yeah, those are all three. Okay. So if you had to choose between the three, which would be your absolute favorite? Um, I would have to say it's always like what I'm currently writing. So Forbidden Waves is kind of in the number one spot right now for me. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, but of course I love like Unbound. I had like a lot of growth from the Broken Angel series. Like, and I have people mm-hmm. tell me that too who have read all my books. They'll be like, your writing like grew so much and I'm like for the Unbound series. Um, so I do just love that one as well, just because I feel like I've come so far. Um, but yeah. So Unbound is actually the first one I've read yeah. of yours. So I'm a little partial to it, but I did absolutely love this one too. So I kind of get where you're coming from because, <laughs> I mean, I didn't write them, but <laughs> I'm in the same boat with which ones were my favorites so far. Um, I have read the first two for Unbound and then I just read The Broken Angels. So I have to get into the other ones, but I was like, I need to read this first. Like I'm reading this one right now. It looks so good. And I just, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So yeah. Um, from your new book, who was your favorite character to write and why? I think this was my favorite to write. Um, I put a lot of myself into like Leah and Viv. So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. both because they're kind of very different characters. And so it's kind of both sides of the coin. Um, but I put a lot of like my own fears and anxieties into Viv. Um, mm-hmm. and I just really loved like her character, and, like where she's going to go, like her growth and everything that's going to happen. Awesome. Love that. Which character was the most demanding or you felt like you had to pay the most attention to writing? Um, just because he mm-hmm. a very like interesting story because he is like the most fearsome pirate so like to um like i didn't dive too deep into his past in the first book like this i had planned on always making it more like prevalent in the second book um like Mm -hmm. with everything that happens with him and the people he comes across in book one like there's gonna be a lot more um development for him as well uh but he definitely was like a character that I wanted to focus a lot on and make sure I got him right um, so that he came across so as like kind of fearsome, but also you see like that softer side of him. So you're kind of wondering like, okay, when is when is the flip going to switch kind of thing so that we see mm-hmm. like the other side. Uh, but yeah, he was definitely one of the most demanding characters. What? did you enjoy most about writing this book specifically? Um, it was my first time doing new adult because all my other series are young adult. So it's definitely mm-hmm. fun to have, to be able to just kind of have that freedom to go a little deeper, like into the open door scenes rather than the closed door romance scenes. And like, mm-hmm. uh, just like exploring different things that I'd never done before. And like having a little, like they're older characters as well. So having like more like grown-up problems I guess rather than my younger characters and all my other books are like 18 so they're like it's still kind of fun and like fluffy and then it's a little deeper and not quite dark but just like more intense. Did you find that that was more difficult to write or did you find it was like a little bit easier because it was more like your not your everyday they're pirates but like (laughs) you know what I mean. I feel like because I I am like I just turned 30 so like writing characters that are more my age like it is it comes easier because you don't have to be like oh well would they really talk like this like they're only 18 now like 
would, would yeah. they actually be finding that love or their life or whatever, like diving into these things so fast? Um, but yeah, so like being the age of my characters now, I'm kind of like growing with my writing, I guess. Um, but yeah, so it was a little bit easier in that regard. And then like, it was a little bit hard to, to for the first time actually go into the open door romance scenes because I'd never done it before. I'd always just been like, okay, and right. then scene. So now it's like trying to find like my rhythm and figuring out like what words you should use and what words you shouldn't use and like trying not to be too cringy and all that stuff. Uh, but it was definitely a no. lot of fun, for sure. Yeah, I don't know that I could do it. <laughs> I love to say that I could do it, but I don't know that I could like physically write it all out. I love reading it. You know, yeah. I love reading it, but I don't know that I could be the one to sit and write, which I guess is why I'm not a writer. So. <laughs> what along those lines, what is your process? Like describe your writing process and how you kind of go from having this dream of this type of story to having a the published book. When I first started writing, I did not outline at all. I just kind of went along with the story and let it lead the way. Um, but I've since found like it is a lot easier if I do at least have some sort of outline to start, especially for a series, because I want to make sure mm -hmm. I'm answering all those questions and like continuing certain things throughout. Um, so I, for like both Unbound and Forbidden Waves, both came from dreams. Um, so I had like that basic, like this is a scene that I want to happen kind of thing. Um, so it's just very first I figure out like, okay, where is this going to happen? So I do like the whole world building thing. Um, and then I start writing down a bunch of like fantasy names because names is like the hardest thing. And I do, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I tend to have some difficulty. Like all they all sound the same. They all end in a, or like they all end in like, uh, or something. Mm -hmm. So I always, you'll see that theme throughout my books, but like trying to figure out like making sure you're not using too many of the similar names and all that stuff so I try to mm -hmm. make a nice list of those and then like once I have the basic bones then I start because I can't like foresee the ending right away I never mm -hmm. like been able to do that because it always changes too like I had a very clear right. ending in mind for Broken Angel series and it just totally went off the rails by the end of book one so it's like mm -hmm. I'm definitely more of like the middle ground between the pantser and the plotter. <laughs> yeah, I always wondered how like that worked. Like if authors like went into it knowing like this is where it's going to end. And then if like the characters just took like a life of their own and you're like, okay, well, that is not what yeah. I expected. <laughs> yeah. Which could be great, but it could also be very scary. So. <laughs> I know, yeah. Sometimes you have to like step back and be like, okay, where is this going now? Because this is not at all what I had planned. Um, exactly. <laughs> so how do you incorporate your previous experiences from writing your first two books into this book? Well, there's like a lot of things that I've learned since doing it. And like, especially with publishing as well. Like, I never knew mm -hmm. about beta readers or alpha readers or arc readers when I first started writing um mm -hmm. and it's all thanks to like TikTok and Instagram and like the bookish community that I've learned these things which is amazing because I first started writing Broken Angel back in like 2011 so like way before mm -hmm. any of it was on any social media really 
Um, right. And so I've learned so much just through that community and like just regarding publishing things. And um, then I also just have learned um, my own processes too, like what works for me and what doesn't. Like forcing myself to write every day is not something that I've found I can do. So I don't, I don't put that pressure on myself anymore. I don't put like word count pressure either. Um, I am trying to participate in NaNoWriMo this month, so it is like a little bit of a gets me going because I do need some kind of deadline or else it won't happen. Um, right. So yeah, and then I worked with an editor for the first time for Forbidden Waves, so that was I learned a lot through that as well. Um, just like different like uses of words and um, things that I hadn't realized that I commonly do over and over that I needed to stop. So yeah, just, yeah, most of those little things that I've learned. Um, yeah. So you publish these yourself, right? You are self-published. Yeah. What is that experience like? Um, it's pretty easy, like in the, like, right, when you're looking at it, like a nice step-by-step -step kind of thing. Um, it's easy mm -hmm. to start marketing wise. It's very difficult. Um, yeah. actually picking sales, which I like most self-published authors will tell you, like it's a lot of work. Um, and it's definitely, it's much harder than writing the book itself because mm -hmm. you have to find the right niche and the right readers and everything who actually will enjoy your books. Um, but yeah, that's been the hardest part, but it was the first time I ever published, I used Barnes and Noble press. Um, and that okay. works pretty well. It's pretty easy. It's just like you upload the document, you upload all the cover and then you just it out there and the web and it's there to go to buy um and you can easily change the if you ever needed to edit anything or edit the cover mm -hmm. you can really change it and same with amazon because now i mainly use amazon um it's very simple to like figure it out and then i've always done my own formatting as well like i just mm -hmm. it's just easy for me like because i've always used computers so it's easy for me to figure out those kinds of things but you know, a lot of people like will pay other people to format things, so it makes it a little easier. Um, but yeah, and then I have tried Ingram Spark as well, but that one is a little bit trickier. Um, but that's if you want to like have your books in actual stores, you can do it that way. So if they can distribute, oh, okay. yeah, which I haven't gotten to yet, but hopefully they'll be in my local Barnes Noble at some point. That's awesome. Yeah, that would be super exciting. I can't, I just can't imagine like what that feeling would be like when you walk into a store and it's just like there and yeah. you see it like that has to be like a great feeling. I mean, even getting your book like physically like has to be a great feeling when you finally are like, wow, it's here. I did it. Like, yeah, that's it definitely awesome. Is. What have you found to be the most challenging about writing in the fantasy genre? I know you kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but Specifically, what do you think is like the most challenging part? Fight scenes. I don't enjoy writing yeah. fight scenes. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the most challenging for me. Because in fantasy, there's always like some kind of um, chaos or <laughs> war going on. So you have to write fight scenes. Um, so I've learned a lot in that regard. Um, 
and I have my husband help me with it sometimes. He's a little more knowledgeable mm -hmm. than I am. Um, or I'll just like Google like sword fight scene and just like watch how they move and like Google like what terminology and stuff. But that's what takes the most work. Um, yeah. And then also just like timelines, like even just the little things like how long does it take to travel this amount of miles on a horse or like those little things. Yeah. Um, the little things that you don't think about when you're reading it. Like I would have, yeah. I would have been like, oh yeah, sure. You could have put like five miles or five days and I'd be like, okay, yeah, that's yeah. how long it took. Exactly. But I like that. I like that you go into detail to figure out that. And it's, it's accurate. It's not just like me. I'm like, oh, she just made up that number. It's fine. Like, I like that. Like, <laughs> I like that. It's like legit. That's awesome. And then on the other hand, what do you enjoy the most about writing the fantasy genre? Enjoy the magic the most because it's like you can do anything you want. You know, there's no bounds to magic. Well, sometimes there is, but like if you want them to do something totally crazy, they can do it because they have magic. And so there's really not as many limitations as if you're writing right. in the real world. Um, yeah, it definitely makes it a lot more fun. Um, let's see what is the best compliment you've ever received on your writing? Um, someone actually did character art for Broken Angel, just like they That's did awesome. it on their own, and that was like the best thing ever for me because I was like, oh my gosh, someone liked my book enough to draw the characters, like draw the scene. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that was that was like a year ago, I think, and that was amazing. Like, that was. I was like, I peaked as an author. There we go. <laughs> Character art now. <laughs> yeah. And then what was the toughest criticism you've ever received? Um, definitely, let's see. I don't, like, because my books aren't as widely read yet, I don't receive a lot of criticism yet, which is nice, but also, like, you need the criticism so that you can grow. So Forbidden Ways right. was the first time that I had, like, widely given it out to, like, a lot of people that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I did get a little more criticism on that. Um, so I guess, like, that, seeing that for the first time, like, of people um, saying, like, oh, this wasn't for me or this wasn't. So, like, I've still never gotten anything that bad. Like, even with Forbidden Ways, mm -hmm. that bad, which is great. And, like, I'm so thankful yeah. because... Even though I say, like, oh, yeah, I can take it, I can take it, it still does, like, it hurts your heart a little. You're like, oh, they didn't no, take I'm it. sure. <laughs> but, yeah, so, but just specifically with Bourbon and Waves, like, there was just, like, people saying, like, oh, the romance was too fast or something. Um, and, like, mm -hmm. I was like, but it has to be, like, you have to. But, like, you, yeah, there's some, it's just not for some people. And I just have to remind myself that and be like, it's okay. I wrote it the way that I wanted it to be written. So it is what it is. Like, so, exactly. Yeah. Thankfully, it hasn't been too, like, bad or anyone being mean. But yeah. That's good. Yeah. Because I know, especially on TikTok and Instagram, like, people can be vicious. So I'm glad that you have avoided that so far. I know. Because I, <laughs> yeah. Because I can't even imagine, especially like something you put like your heart and soul into and you make it this beautiful creation and then to hear like something bad about it is not always like the best was this the first time you utilized like our creators and beta readers and all of that or did you use it for your other series as well 
So um, the first time I used beta readers was for Unbound, but I only had very mm -hmm. few because I didn't realize that you needed like a lot and then only so many would actually do it. So I only had like mm -hmm. a few and then only like two or three people actually did it. So then for Disgrace, Got I did it. a little bit more and I had, the first time I had ARC readers was for um, Disgraced, which is both okay. the Unbound series, yeah. Mm -hmm. For awesome. Forbidden Wind, and what is a lot more. Yeah, a lot more, you said? Yeah. What is that experience? I guess we kind of talked about it a little bit, but what is that like experience like for the most part? Like having uh, them read your book and. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like it's scary because you're having like all new fresh eyes on your work. Um, but it is pretty cool too. Just like people want to read it. Like they, they volunteered to be art readers. Like there's that many people yeah. that actually wanted to read my book before it's been like published or anything so it is pretty cool um but it is scary too because you're like mm -hmm. what, if they hate it? what if everyone hates it like so yeah. how did you market that did you just do it through like tiktok and instagram to get arc readers or yeah. I, I don't know how it works to be honest just from what i like my end of it as the arc reader like i know how yeah. that works but i don't know how it works for like the author end of it yeah, I just, I did it on TikTok because um, I've had success finding beta readers that way. So I was like, well, I might as well mm -hmm. do it. Um, I got a few through Instagram, but I really don't get much traction on Instagram. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. So TikTok, I got, I think I had 60 people sign up for the arc reads for Forbidden Waves. That's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Have you ever experienced writer's block and how do you deal with it? There, like, there were times when I first started writing that I'd have writer's block for, like, months, and I wouldn't write anything for months, um, and that was not fun, but I also wasn't, like, super, yeah. like, writing is my, like, career, whereas now I'm, like, mm -hmm. writing is my career, so if I hit writer's block, I gotta work through it, um, but yeah, so when I do get writer's block, sometimes it's just a matter of switching which story I'm working on, because I'm, like, mm -hmm. I have nothing for this one anymore. Um, or sometimes I just have to like, I have a recorder that I use. And so like, sometimes I just talk to myself on the recorder and just like work through something like, okay, well, I'm mm -hmm. stuck in this scene. What's going to happen next? So I'll like jump to a new scene and work on that instead. Um, okay. and then sometimes I just take a break from writing for a week or so and just do some reading instead and just give it a rest because sometimes I do just get burnt out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you mentioned working on a different story. How many stories do you think that you usually work on at one time? Right now, I have three that I'm working on, which is okay. the second book of Forbidden Waves. And then I have a dark fantasy that I'm working on. And then um, I'm trying, thinking about like toying with the idea of doing just Castion's story before Unbound. So I started okay. that, but it's very, like, not sure if I'm going to actually follow through with it yet. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Awesome. Sue, what is your favorite line from Forbidden Wings? If you had to pick one line from the whole book, what is your favorite line? Um, I think it's the one when, uh, I don't know the exact, like, wording. I have it on a sticker, actually, so I should know it. But, um, Wait, I, I think I have the sticker. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I 
Actually, it's one of the ones I wrote down. I think yeah. the don't mistake me for somebody who will bow to a man. Yeah, yes. just I loved it. I actually yeah. wrote that down. I have a whole page of notes and I actually <laughs> wrote that quote down because I think that's my favorite quote too. And yeah, I do, your sticker's cool. right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I have the bookmark too. Love it. Love it. What do you do when a new idea jumps out on you? jumps out at you while you're still working on a book. So like if you are, I guess you talked about writing multiple books at a time, but if you were literally writing a book and then all of a sudden you get an idea, do you stop what you're doing and chase that idea? Or do you kind of like jot it down and continue working on what you're working on? Like how, how does that kind of play out on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, usually I'll jot it down then come back to it but sometimes I do write short stories so I have a short story (laughs) that I wrote because I was like oh my gosh this is a really cool idea so I just wrote a little short story on it and then like Mm -hmm. recently decided I think I want to make this into like an actual like full-blown book so I so sometimes I'll do that or other like I do just have a note well many notebooks that I just like will write down (laughs) little things like oh this is a really good idea um, and it's the same thing. Like I have so many dreams, like I have wild dreams sometimes. <laughs> so I have a dream mm-hmm. where I'll just be like, okay, this would make a really good idea for a book. Um, so yeah, I just, usually I jot it down and then I kind of go back to what I'm working on. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about? I think that was the last of my questions. I'm going to go through them one more time. And make sure I didn't miss any, but is there anything else that you would like to talk about specifically when it comes to your writing or habits or anything like that? I'm just really excited for Forbidden Waves to come out on Friday and for everyone yes. to get it. Um, Actually, yeah. I do have one more question. Oh, yeah. Is there anything you would like people to take away from your book? Because it is coming out on Friday. Is there anything when reading it that you really want them to take away with them after they're finished? I think that one of, <laughs> I just, I, every time I think of this, it's like the, you're stronger than you think. And I don't know if you know the quote from Winnie the Pooh, it's like, you're smarter than mm-hmm. you think you are. And you're, uh, I don't know the whole thing, but that's what it reminds me of. And so I just want, like, especially for Viv's character, she was very prominent. And even though there's four main characters, but just like her journey and just like you're stronger than you think and you can get through it um, because yeah, I deal with a lot of anxiety and things. So I like to work that into my books so that other people can know that they're not alone um, and they can get through it too. And so I've been in that place where you don't think you can get through it. Yeah. You just know that you can. So then that brought me to another question. <laughs> um, how was that like writing the her traumatic experience without giving away too many details? What was that like for you? Was that without getting too personal too? Like, was that something that like was healing towards you and your own personal traumas? Was it really tough to write? Like how, I guess, yeah. How did that feel? I guess. Like <laughs> on me, it's more just like, fears that I have that I put into her um so it wasn't like too um hard it was more just like looking Mm -hmm. at it 
like closely um, and kind of seeing like, why do I have these fears? Like, what is like, what is driving this? Um, so it is kind of healing in a way too, because it's like, mm-hmm. okay, if if this ever did happen, like I might be able to get through it. Um, uh, specifically, because they talk with like the unplanned or the um, not being able to bear children, which is just like a fear that I'm sure a lot of people have. Um, Absolutely. And that's why I put that trigger warning for this book because like some people don't want to think about that. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's just like kind of examining those things. Whereas like in the past, like I do put a lot of uh, like in Unbound and in Broken Angel, like I put very specific anxieties in there that I have dealt with. Um, so this one was more just exploring things that more fears rather than things that I've already dealt with. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that you can think of that you want to talk about? Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate you coming and hanging out with me and talking about this book. And thank you for letting me read this book because it was it was great. I really liked it a lot. Thank you for having me. Of course, anytime. See you later. So Forbidden Waves. Leah and Viv are desperate to save as many from the Siren Queen as possible. As mermaids, they intervene when the Siren Queen attacks a pirate ship, saving the infamous shape-shifting Captain Finn and his first mate, Jamie. Together, the four learn to gain each other's trust and gather an army to fight the Siren Queen before she becomes unstoppable. On the way, they experience the highs and lows of a dangerous journey. But the Siren Queen is on the hunt for more power. The sea has become too deadly, even for those who call it home. Can these four stop the Siren Queen, or will more foes get in their way? Bow me for the queen, bow me for the queen.